0: Oh. Cool. welcome to episode, we both think it's eight, of The Ordinary View, Joy host as usual as of GDC Fitness and Hunt Out of Average Fitness. You can find us both by going to podcast.gdcfitness.co.uk and it will bring you to our social links. It will also bring you to the links of the podcast to catch up on any past episodes, be it by our video or audio links. Made that quicker than the usual we were doing. <laughs> I'm
1: going to test that out I'm going to type it in as you're talking What is it? Podcast I've, was?
0: Podcast.jdcfitness.co.uk I was typing it really quick So hopefully it's set up and done Hi
1: Lucy and hi Karen hi, yeah. In the chat How Kenny is that? How
0: Very professional as well. looking as well Look at me, look at me Got it set up two weeks ago and forgot all about it till now <laughs> Alright Cool So today we are talking about work, how it affects your progress in terms of be it muscle gain, weight loss, how it affects your goal progress and how your work environment can affect you mentally, which again can affect your progress and affect everything else around you. So you've all heard me talk for quite a while. Hunter, you want to take the ball?
1: Yeah, um, I'm a big believer in what you do for a living. Uh, has a massive effect on your life, but I think everybody believes that. But what I, when I say what you do for a living, I don't necessarily mean physically what you do. Like whether you, obviously, there are certain consequences. So if you work in construction, that's going to have a major impact on uh, your um, T D E in terms of how many calories you burn on a daily basis. Anyway, without working out versus somebody who works in an office, I think we all know that. That's pretty common sense. Like if you're more active at work then that's going to transpire in terms of calories in versus I, calories out. I don't think, Both. I don't think
0: everybody does know that though, because I hear it all the time. Like people can, Oh my, my, my hobby, he can eat whatever he wants and he never puts on out. He's a proper skinny rake. And I'm like, Oh, what's he do? Oh, he's a roofer. Well, there you go. Yeah. But people don't take into consideration yeah. that like, Oh, he doesn't do any working out and he eats tons of crap. Yeah, but he's on his feet all day, running down a lot of weights. So on like, hell, that's kind of, that, yeah. his eight-hour shift is more than my whole weekly gym output altogether.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, it, is, it is slightly underrated or under-talked about. Um, it's a, it's a massive thing that I try is, to get
0: through to people. Like, the gym working out is only like 5% of your daily ex- energy yeah. expenditure. It's like the neat that we've talked about. And that's what people yeah. overlook the to think, oh, well, I've went to the gym three times this week, but now I know we're going to go deep into this, but you sat at the desk for X amount of hours competitive. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think um, I think the reason that, that people don't necessarily think the way we would think, knowing what we know, is is one of the other aspects which I kind of want to touch on later, which is when you come in from a day's work, whether you've worked as a roofer or as a receptionist, your perception of how tired you are is pretty much the same, give or yeah. take. Obviously, there'll be a little bit in there, you know. Um, but, but doing any job for a shift is is something that takes it out of you. However, you want to kind of, you know, word that. Um, so, you might not be as inclined to go to the gym because you well, I've been to work all day. It's like yeah, but but your body doesn't care. The numbers don't care what you did while you're at work, just because you were switched on for eight hours, doesn't mean that you were burning calories in the same way as somebody else for eight hours. Um, so that, that type of things is probably under appreciated and to talk about one of the parts that is definitely under talked about is how, what you do for a living or how you feel when you're at work or, you know, all of that, how that affects um, your actual physical health, you know? So like how, the the mood you are in because of your work or your sense of fulfillment or whatever all that kind of big picture not as black and white stuff um how all of that actually affects your um the chemicals in your body and your attitude towards working out how fatigued you feel etc 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 and i think i've i've barely even heard anybody ever talk about that you know um, and that's that's been involved, interested in the fitness industry for over a decade. I don't think I've ever heard a fitness trainer talk about not necessarily changing jobs. You know, I'm not saying like you know, packing your receptionist job and going to be a roofer. That's not what I'm saying. But be more mindful of how that affects your mental health, which then affects your physical health, even indirectly. Um, because I think that's a big, a big, big deal, way bigger deal than than. Most things, you know, the, that same we'll talk about a few weeks ago, 99% of things don't matter. I think that's part of the 1% that really, really matters. It yeah. really matters. And all the other obvious stuff as well, like, you know, the long-term effects of sitting down for nine hours a day. Clearly that has a you know an impact. So, yeah. And I know obviously for yourself, um, having gone from maybe a more sedentary job into, a more active job and then switch and back and forward, you'll probably be able to kind of, to kind of give a bit more insights into those changes. And, yeah. you know, let's say, for example, you went from from running one of the supplement shops where you pretty much sat down. Yeah, you had a stack of shelves and all that, don't get us wrong, but you pretty much sat down and watched Netflix or whatever for a big chunk of the day. And, right. then, and then you'll go to a different job, i.e. what you do now, where you're pretty much on your feet all the time. Do you feel more... Exhausted at the end of the day, possibly. So Do you feel significantly more exhausted at the end of the day? Doubt it. Maybe you may not could be wrong, but I doubt it. It's all a hey, massively what people don't
0: don't see is adaption. So mm-hmm. it's similar to a diet, like when you first start dropping calories, you're starving, but after a few weeks. You adapt and your hunger adapts and you get back to normal. Um mm. well we talk about the, the same thing normal. with water yeah. weight as well, didn't we? We talk about, yeah. about
1: the same thing with drinking water.
0: Yeah. So the same thing happens for work. So when I had this when I had the supplement shop that I ran, I literally sat on my arse from nine o'clock in the morning and I used the till to watch TV shows. Mm. And I went back to back watching TV shows nine or five. I didn't even get up with a customer. I got in to be fair because the shop was that small. i like, I just bellow at them from across the room, yeah. and then they come in. I would just minimise my screen, scan that item, and then off they went. Uh, and then when I when that went well kaput, I went and worked for the other supplement shop, but I took over as the manager. And that and there was loads of work needed done, and I was running the uh, the bodybuilding um, equipment as well. And when mm. I was moving that around like that. That was a total shock to the system because I went yeah. from like pretty much zero step to on my feet for eight hours and I was coming back home. I was finishing work at five o'clock. I was coming home and getting home for 20 past five, literally having a 15 minute power nap and then going to kickboxing. But yeah. after three, four weeks, my body adapted and I wasn't having to have them naps anymore because I was. I had gotten used to it. wasn't that yeah. I had really got fit any fitter. It was just yeah. my
1: body had adapted. I'm sure there was Go a through. little bit in there, in, in there as well. But, ah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's the same reason. I think it's the same reason why I heard somebody talking about it um, not long ago. I can't remember who it was now. And they were saying, like, your body adapts <clears> to uh, to tension. So, you know, that's why you have to keep progressive overload in terms of more weights, more time of tension, et cetera, et cetera. And he says one of the one of the prime examples is you don't see roofers with one massive arm yeah, still, they carry those tiles up those ladders with one arm, the same arm, almost certainly every time. So how come their stronger arm isn't like massive compared to the other one? It's because the muscles have gotten used to that load. Do you yeah. know what I mean? If they kept increasing the actual weight, maybe that arm would get massive, but it doesn't, and it's because your body's quite good at adapting to the situation that it's in, if it thinks it's going to be in that situation on a regular basis. That's why it's so easy. You know, We talk about um, people who get stuck in a rut, it's called, or, or stuck in a dead-end job. It's not a dead-end job. It's not a rut. You've just become ingrained yeah. in it. And you Completed. need to kind of force yourself. <sighs> you need the fear. You need to get out of that situation. But your body's adapted, your mind's adapted, etc., etc. And that's why people struggle with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, you touched on coming home and being exhausted from the same, from the job, whether you're doing like mm. being a roofer or you're being like a receptionist. I know we're just stereotyping jobs there. So anything else? Yeah. But, I, again, I've had what? I've got a list of jobs that I've worked there, and I've worked nine jobs. I'm a proper <laughs> just skipping between jobs all the time. I'm so right I've there did, with you, man. Mm-hmm. I've did everything from retail to bloody being a legal loan short to all sorts. But I would say I was always more exhausted from my sitting down in front of a computer job than I was anything yeah. else. So, yeah. be it British Airways, um, Sky, when I worked with Sky sitting in front of a computer all day and then coming home Mm. i was absolutely knackered Yeah, and it wasn't even like it wasn't like to be fair i got to the point where i could do them jobs with my eyes closed um Mm -hmm. and it wasn't even that i was mentally drained it was the it was the i think it was just the strain just the the fatigue off the pcs and stuff yeah and i would come home and i would be i would be ready for bed but again Mm -hmm. on the same on the same thing i'm I can go out and be on my feet. Well, doing PT, I'm on my feet all day and I'm full of energy yeah. when I come out.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's it. Think- uh, that, that's called pre-workout, man. No, um, to be <laughs> fair.
0: <laughs> that's called pre <laughs> To be fair.
1: Yeah. I didn't run a 10 um, to half, enough.
0: I forgot to turn it on before.
1: <laughs> you
0: keep talking. The, um,
1: the fatigue side of things, I think the, the mental tiredness is something interesting because I think a lot of times people will um, mistake, you know, general fatigue from sitting down etc as mental tiredness and i think this year in particular has shown me that's not the case because i'll come home not so much now because you know things are starting to get a bit better and whatnot but this year or the past you know prior to the last couple of months the year before that has been so mentally draining at work because of constant changes in procedures constant changes in what is deemed to be Uh, you know, acceptable at the time, given the different lockdown restrictions, et cetera, constantly dealing with um, abusive customers way more than in the past. Listen, I'm not one who's going to be like, Oh, someone was nasty to us, you know, I mean like every day, every other customer, you know, that has a real negative effect on, on your mental health, you know, your mental kind of, um, I think the right word, like durability, you know, I think there was, there was an incident, there was an incident happened at work. I can't even remember what it was. It wasn't, it was something fairly trivial, and the member of staff in question kind of handled it not great you know and didn't break any rules or anything but they kind of were a bit too a bit too aggressive with the customer given what had happened and i remember saying to the boss like you've got to understand that person would not have done that 8 months ago because they would have been in a better place you know in terms of mental tiredness but anyway we're digressing quite a lot the point i'm making is mental tiredness from doing a job that is mentally challenging is not the same thing as Coming in from oh. a I can do this job with my eyes closed and feeling exhausted. That's not the same. And I think that let's call it fatigue for want of a you know a more in-depth answer, is often misdiagnosed by the person in question as like, you know, and I hear, and tired I and, and exhausted. Say,
0: like, how can you be tired? You've sat you've been sat down at a desk all day. Like you've clearly never done it as a job. Yeah. And it's the same for a sustained say, oh. period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So like when I went to um uh, there was a time when I worked for QuickSave, showing my age here, and the company, was, um, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: the company was in liquidation and it was pretty much at the, at the stage where there was almost nothing on the shelves and we were just getting no customers coming in. And we were all around just kind of like chatting on and, and just kind of trying to get through the day, like without, you know, losing our minds to boredom. And then I got a job at Asda, night shift, stacking shelves, and it was like 100 mile an hour. You know, like these, are, you need all this work done. And I was like, Jesus Christ. And the first shift, um, I got started and I was, I was putting stuff away. And, uh, and some guy who I was working with came out and he was like, it's, uh, it's, it's bedtime. Right? And I was like, Hey, I've just gotten started, you know? And it felt amazing to actually do some work. Now, wow. after two weeks of doing night shifts, stacking tins of beans on shelves, then yeah okay it didn't feel amazing anymore but you know what i mean it's like going the other way yes it's nice to have a day when you are stout off all the time it's nice to have a day where it's super chilled but it's it's once in a while and it's obviously the other way around as well it's nice to have something to do to keep your mind fresh etc but it's about finding that balance i suppose isn't it between yeah. working too hard or, couple of, or just kind of chilling
0: a couple of comments there in the, uh, in the in the in the in the chat i couldn't think of the words Happens to me all the time mental fatigue and physical lethargy. If I'm sitting at a screen all day, it's exactly what was said. Yeah, I uh, honestly feel like the less I do, the more lethargic and tired I am, and the more active I am, and the more the more active mm-hmm. I am, the more energy I have. 100%. Like when I worked, in front of the, when I worked at the Rhinox and I was sat in front of the computer all day, I'd done nothing. I'd done absolutely yeah. nothing on a nighttime. And I bet. Like these days, if I get a day off, and uh, my wife and kids are uh, at school or whatever. I'll sit for six, eight hours the whole time I've got and I'll play Xbox given the chance and I feel yeah. like shit at the end of it. Yeah. But, yeah. put us in the gym for eight hours and I'll have two workouts in the middle of that or whatever and then I'll yeah. go to kickboxing on a nighttime. time. It's yeah. the reverse of spending money. Energy yeah. is the reverse of spending money. The more energy you spend, the more you'll get back.
1: The yeah, more cool you,
0: the money you spend, the less you'll have. Uh, that's the best way I can ever think of putting yeah, energy that's expenditure. A, yes, I think you'll that's be really tired at the yeah.
1: start. Yeah, if you're not used to it, yeah. I think momentum is is probably what that is. Do you know what I mean? Momentum is massive, and everybody always uses the example of you know when you're pushing a car, it's easier to push it once it's already moving, et etc. Et but what do you do yeah. when you when you're in the house and you're lying around? You're like, oh, you know, I feel like shit. I'm I'm you know I'm feeling lethargic. You get up and do something. Even if you just do the dishes, and you feel better instantly. You know, you might not realize it. It might be a subconscious thing but you'll be more likely then to go and do something. Um, so I know we're going to so, do
0: a tech episode, but w- these watches are really good because like your Fitbits, your Apple watches, yeah. your garments and that because you can set move. Oh, well, I don't know if you can. I, I think you can set it. Um, they've got like move indicators where you've been yeah. stationary for too long. Yeah. Nin- 90% of it will go on. Shut up, man. But if you yeah. actually use that as a reminder, if you're working at your desk and it says move to go on, right, I'll finish the next 15 minutes of work, get ahead of myself, and then go do something Get away from the screen For 10-15 minutes And yeah. do that every hour Like little random alarms You'll feel so much better To give yeah. yourself That little bit of energy spike Even if it's something daft Like just Run and run down the spot Or daft jumping jacks yeah. Or anything Go outside for 10 minutes And have some fresh air Like it'll change or, everything
1: Or even You know Obviously it depends on the, From a the practicality point of view What you do for a living yeah. Is if it's not practical To go away from your screen For 10 minutes Because of whatever Just get up then Stand up then. Do you know what I mean? You just stand up and do a few stretches, you know, like you know, just move it a little bit and get your like your ankles and your knees kind of moving a little bit, and anything is better than nothing. And um, I used to I yeah, used to so dance
0: around at my desk all the time. Yeah. That was me I meaningful. Me you know, Relentless <laughs> energy drink.
1: I think you know, other than other than like the obvious things like get a stand-up desk then, which obviously they are um quite popular, especially with people who've always worked from home, you know. Um, I've I've seen them being used before and I think like, well, I don't I don't really understand like why I would want to do that, but but if you do it all the yeah. time, then yeah, fair enough. Um, but from a practicality point of view, if you are newly working from home and it's not a permanent thing, or if you're in the office and it's not an option or whatever, it's just do what you can then, even if it's even if it's just sitting at your desk and doing a few anything, do you know what I mean? Any any, you know, yeah. rolling your shoulders, whatever it is, to get your to get that momentum because that can help. Um I think especially yeah. in this day and
0: age when more and more while working from home, you need to be more mindful. Like mindful to is, get up is the good move.
1: word, yeah. Yeah. And you're right, you know, so um Louise has got an Apple Watch and, and hers will buzz every once in a while if you've been sitting for too long, or I don't know if you said it like that or whatever, but um but yeah, those those use the technology to guide you or help you or whatever, not just record what you're doing. Yeah. It's a bit like we've talked about with obviously with calories, you know. I use my fitness pal, not just as a record of what I've done, but as a guide to what to do next, you know? So like yeah. yesterday, for example, I knew I'm going to go out, I'm going to go see my mates. I'm going to, you know, probably going to eat some food that isn't great. So I kind of planned ahead and went, okay, then. So if I put that food that I'm expecting I'm going to have in there, and that'll help guide me for the, for the first part of the day, that'll help guide what I'm going to have for breakfast and for me dinner. Um, and it worked. And I was actually under my calories at the end of the day, despite eating that junk food. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then I had a Big Mac and ruined it all but <laughs> what are you going to do but uh, I think like I say momentum matters and if you are in a job where um, you sit down a lot or, or look at a screen a lot or whatever okay fine unless you're going to change your job or unless it's practical to alter how you do it then, then what's the advice because we're not here to say quit your job Go and be a go and be a you know a bartender or a waitress or something like that, where you're gonna be on your feet all day. That's not practical advice. I think it's more about managing understanding that. Do you know what I mean? Understanding that when you come home and you are quote, exhausted, no, you're not. And understand that and and do something about that then. So whether that be committing to no matter how I feel, I'm gonna take the dog for a walk or no matter how tired I think I am, I'm going to go to kickboxing. You know, I mentioned I think it was last week when every time I you thought just said about going I just replied to a comment there. Yeah, I was going to say like every time Karen, I thought about yeah, going Karen to kickboxing, yep, and 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 d- debated with myself like, do I go? Do I not? I don't really feel like it. Every time I went, I felt better. That's not a coincidence. That wasn't like uh-huh. once. I'm not talking two times. I'm talking like a hundred times. Do you it's know just, what I mean? because that fatigue fog, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's not even a real, it, I don't think it is a real
0: fatigue. Like if you can push yeah. through it, you'll, if you can get, you get your nearly a second wind, but it's not. It's that energy that hasn't been woken up all day. And yeah, this is going to tie into two comments here. And uh, Rev's put, it's why I prefer working out early, really more than mm. for the day ahead. I used to, I used to absolutely love getting up and being at exercise for less for six o'clock in the morning. I got, yeah. ex, I got up at six o'clock in the morning and I'd be there for before seven whatever, whatever time, no really strict time. But I, if I, and I would train until about eight o'clock and then I'd go to work in Whitley at, uh, for nine. And my day was so quick, so, so quick because I worked out in the morning and uh, I felt mint all the way through the day. I would dip in energy a little bit through the day, but that's probably because I was using some really strong pre-workout in the mornings and that t- yeah. back in those days. Um, and then I would go to kickboxing on that time, but doing something before work used to totally, totally energize me. Yeah. Um, and then the same thing, we've just been talking about the fog there. Karen says, I work in a busy, stressful office, and I'm constantly mentally exhausted. It would be so easy to just sit and vegetate when I get home. So mm-hmm. she's beating the fog by not, by not going home. Like, I always say, it, I finished work, I finished the gym early because I had a cancellation the other day. And I was like, yeah. I might go home for a shower. But I knew for damn right I would have a shower, then I would lie in the bed and play on my phone and it would be so hard to get back motivated to do anything there. And it's the same sort of thing. I know for a fact Karen comes home, comes from work, but she comes straight to kickboxing and she'll teach and train from half past five till eight o'clock, past eight o'clock. And then go home. It's what we're saying. If you can beat that fog, if you can motivate yourself. So maybe the way to beat the fatigue in the first place is do something in the morning, put little Mm -hmm. reminders through the day to just – not, not saying like do star jumps not just to get yourself a bit loosened off just, yeah. just walk away from the screen get yourself a glass of ice cold water Like just move about a bit, get the blood flowing back a bit, mm-hmm. get the brain a bit energised, we used to do it in deep blue like we'd all hit the 3 o'clock mark and I used to go for a nap on the hoodies until they moved the hoodies and I couldn't <laughs> sleep there anymore. But when, uh, when Hurdy took our, in the, in the thing, we used to go and write energizer and we'll get the football out. We'd have a 15 minute game of football and everybody would be like sparked back up to do, do the yeah. work and we would crack on after that.
1: Yeah. It's interesting isn't it how, like, how, um, how that works. Like we had, we had a thing, the idea where there was a shoplifter in the shop, um, or a known, a known shoplifter in the shop. And the person on the till recognized them and rang the they stealing the, the, the bell. Like,
0: Tell us who stealing the
1: <laughs> just a hamster in the top, top right um So uh, the person on <laughs> the till rang moving. the rang the like the code, you know, to say like there's a shoplifter, everyone shop off And like for about an hour afterwards, like all the work got done because everyone was like, Oh, I can't believe they came Nobody in like, you know, a little bit like you know, heart rate elevated. We're gonna come on to like cortisol levels uh-huh. in a second, but like that makes a difference. Um and it's it's amazing how how much of a difference that kind of thing can make. There was a, a scene, um, I seen um i follow I used to follow, I don't think I follow anymore, um an influencer years ago, way before I kind of started taking fitness a bit more seriously. And I remember vividly she worked as a nurse and also was a PT, and I remember a piece of advice that she given in one of her q as or whatever was, um leave the house once. So if you're going out for that day, make sure you've got everything you need. So if it's your work gear and your workout gear and your, your two-litre bottle of water or whatever, leave the house one time. If it's practical, obviously, you know, if you've got kids, it's going to be different and all that. Yeah. But like for her, that made a difference because much like you, if she went home, she would stay there. Um, so it's about, you know, and, and going back to what to what Karen said, it's about self-awareness, understanding the the job that I No, 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 no. Physical, you know, well-being, et etc. Et that's happening. What am I going to do about it then? Not, not, oh, was me. You know, I have to sit at the desk for nine hours a day. I sit at the desk for nine hours a day. That means I have more energy to go harder in the gym or that means I have the opportunity to do this or the other. You know, that's the way to, to just flip it and use what situation you're in to, to your advantage, I suppose.
0: 100%. 100%. Can you hear yeah, me yeah. like, all right? I lost. I, came, I got disconnected. Oh, slightly. Yeah. Cool. Came up saying you're, you're offline and I was screaming, no! <laughs> and then I was like, what happens if I'm not?" An <laughs> and I was just screaming I, down I, the, I, the podcast. I think you disagree with what I'm saying.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think that's good on the physical side. Like, it is so much, it's so harder for people who work Eight-hour shifts, seven and a half-hour shifts to hit their meats, their exercise yeah. away from the gym, getting them calorie burns up that step count. Mm-hmm. So you guys do need to be a bit more mindful. Um, <clears throat> it's got its advantages, just got its disadvantages. But I think we're looking at the sort of men- mentality in the workplace, yeah. how the work affects mentally. If um, and I think like sorry, <clears throat> I can talk really good on this because I is like, oh, I've what I've got listed nine, ten jobs there. I think yeah, and. For me, uh, I had some pretty decent gigs. To be fair, especially yeah. like when I first started, like British Airways and that, and I got I got promoted up through jobs quite quickly. Um, mm. I mean, at Deep Blue, I went I went in at Rhinox as a retail person. I ended up ordering the thing. They, uh, I got promoted quite quite up through BA. Same with Deep Blue, went in as a retail sales. Ended up running two departments and that. But yeah. I was never happy. Like that isn't. I I never ever wanted to be in that nine to five position. All I yeah. ever wanted to do was teach kickboxing, but I'm not a good businessman. I'm a hell of a kickboxing coach I do blow my own trumpet, but I'm not a good <laughs> businessman, so I couldn't make it sustainable. So yeah. I worked full-time, and I did that on an evening um, and on the weekends and stuff, but I was never happy. I'm probably the happiest I am now that I've quit working yeah. full-time and I'm doing PT. And to be fair, it's not even about the money because I'm on okay money i could i could quite easily start working all the hours god sends i'm probably the only pt on the planet who works monday to friday nine or five yeah
1: like, it's interesting for a, it which... a
0: laptop now but i'm an i'm a i'm an on-floor pt who works monday yeah. to friday name yeah. five soon as somebody sends us a message saying what's your prices i'm like he has my prices but fyi i only work monday to friday nine five and they're like yeah oh, oh, but uh, that's not good for me i'm like well i'm not the pt for you sorry
1: and yeah that, that, but that's the thing that that's, that's, that's again like, that's I'm self
0: yeah totally yeah well, it's, on, it's, it's about self-awareness yeah. about you know
1: what's um, what's important to you what um, what are you not willing to give up so another PT who you know and we're not saying anyone's right or wrong another PT who maybe doesn't have kids or whatever is or, or is more interested in you know wants to live in a bigger house or wants to have a nicer car and therefore needs more money um, might say well I don't mind working seven till 10 and then one till four and then six till nine like no i've got no problem with that so i'm going to do that because that's going to bring me extra money fine that's that's you know no no issue with that at all there's nothing wrong with that um but it's about knowing knowing yourself um it was a point i was going to make and i've totally forgot what it was in terms of in terms of you know you mentioned it's not about the money um i think that that phrase if you could if you could like bottle that that feeling of like when you think of work, money shouldn't really have much of an impact on on your decision making, on your um, on your overall, you know, sense of fulfillment from that job. Money shouldn't even come in there. I don't even think it does. I think it's just a way that we rationalize things. Um, I remember someone I know yeah. they got offered two jobs. One was, I think, a promotion, and one was a an external job for me, rightly. And it was like, oh, well, the promotion is is X amount and the, the other job is like this amount and they took the this amount they went somewhere else and took the lower amount and yeah. I remember you know a few people probably including myself if I think back were like eh like what are you thinking you know and then they said like it's not about the money it's about I want to do that and I, I'm alright at doing that so I'm just doing it you know that's why I left yeah. being a kitchen well probably that. I and got
0: if, off I got off of the air.
1: Yeah. If, if anybody from I'm my work the, is, is the, currently the listening position then then if anybody from my work is currently listening, they'll be thinking, like, oh, here yeah, we we'll go, again. He's telling the story again. But when I used to work as a kitchen designer, I used to earn decent money, like pretty, pretty decent money, given that it was an easy job. Talk about being able to do it in your sleep. Like literally, <laughs> people people would bring in that the shape of their room, and I'd be like, Well, obviously, you'll put the oven there, obviously you'll put the second front of the window, obviously you'll have a little breakfast bar there. How many kids you got? Two, right? So you're gonna need four stools There you go, job done. That's 12 grand, please. And there you go, there's two in a quick commission, you know, just like that. <laughs> and it was like, it was just easy now obviously you've got to sell the thing and then you've got to deal with all the installers and it's not like as straightforward as it sounds but i left that job because i didn't like doing it and i got offered a job at another place independent you know i would be working for myself etc um and i got offered the job and the guy there said you can make 40k easy here easy you'll realistically probably make about 60 and I was like, well, you know, obviously they are always kind of, you know, in the job interviews they'll always say that kind of thing. But even if he's, even if he's like doubling that, num- those numbers, you're talking thirty grand for doing this job is is kind of roughly where I would be, um, or or more. And I said no, and I work minimum wage in retail. Now, I'm not saying that I'm particularly happy with my current job, given especially what's happened over the last twelve months and various other factors. And that's you know now is not the time or place, but but you have to be able to make the decision without the money involved because no matter how much you get paid, it's not the answer. It is not the answer to all of the other factors in the job. You know, you hear that phrase, I don't get paid enough for this. Well, I bet a million pound that what you're getting paid for is in your job description somewhere or is loosely referenced. Do you know what I mean? So you kind of are getting paid for that. What you don't think, what you, what you're saying is this is not the job I want to do. Therefore, I think I should be paid more for it. You don't have to work there. You chose to work there. Exactly. Exactly. So don't let the money be as big of a factor as, as, you know, the be-all and end-all. Work to live, don't live
0: to work. Mm -hmm. Um, So go to work so you can provide yourself for a living, but don't get just live yourself into work. Like, Depends what you put on your on your priorities, though. Um, yeah. I'm going to blow your own trumpet before we go any further. And uh, going back a step from where it was just as we, as we started talking, mm-hmm. viewer v- from last week, Vicky says I've started doing the workouts on videos on Hunter's page as soon as I come back from the school run. Sets me up for the day ahead with my the day ahead with my nearly two year old. How awesome is that? Yeah, um, boom!
1: I got a message today. I'm assuming off off the same person, same Vicky. Um, which it, honestly, maybe day I was I was probably thrilled when I, when I read the message basically saying you know some words to that effect so yeah Buzzing thank you for the kind words
0: which is what I love about this like I'm gym based and like martial arts based your home base we're trying to cater to every normal person mm. like you want to go to the gym for the first time got some info on that Hunt has got a hundred videos of ways you can train at home yeah and
1: advice along and there. listen don't get us wrong like, you know me. training in the gym is great and I've you know as you know um, started going to the gym now that open and, and Louise is going to be coming with us next week and all that because there are advantages the thing is it's not for everybody you know some people just do not like working out in that environment some people like being outdoors some people whatever whatever and that's fine and that's what this whole ethos is about not just the podcast but all your um, in, Instagram content internet content all my social media content is all geared on the same thing it does not have to be the way that it is made out to be you don't have to you don't have to look a certain way you don't have to eat certain things you don't have to skip certain you know foods you don't have to visit a certain gym you don't have to lift certain weights you don't have to do certain exercises it's just simple do whatever you want follow these key principles in whatever way is most is most applicable to you and you will be able to to achieve your goals it's that simple
0: cool so looking at the mentality, how the work affects you mentally, and that like went a long mm. way. We're, we're, like we went a long way around it there at the start. But the first thing is you got to find a job where you take satisfaction out of it. And yeah. I get people saying, "Wait, hey, I but I'm not qualified for this job, and or oh, well, I'll not get that job." Like that's bullshit. You can do whatever you want. I was working sixty plus hours a week, and I still managed to study at home and qualify to become a PT. Like well support. is that a dig at me no well <laughs> yes well, you've got three days off a week now so three days a week now. I don't know what your shifts are I'll just randomly it. are you a PT yet
1: yeah I got that yesterday I went out to see Renfrew yesterday and I just got bombarded with like
0: but no it wasn't a dig it's a but if, you, no, I, to no, know, no, if you want to make a change if there's anything you want to do like you can do it like anything you can you can study to be you can there's so much more options out there so find something yeah. that you want to do it might not even be a create as, a, as a self-employed whatever it might not be a business you might just yeah. be better off sacking off the office and going working in the dog kennels because you love you love dogs and yeah. you might come home with enough money in your pocket to pay your bills and live happy but be so much better in yourself with so much more energy mentally mm-hmm.
1: that is one way to go change your job, change your environment. Obviously, we've talked about it a bunch of times, you know, the environment matters. Um, hell, I've probably had more jobs than you or certainly close to the same number. So, you know, Don't we're count. big advocates of like, <laughs> change, yeah, we'll have a something. sometime. Um, you know, we are both big advocates of like, there's no harm in changing it. There's no harm in taking yeah. risk. Obviously, we've talked about the risks you've taken in terms of, you know, doing PT, especially given the circumstances. Um, <clears> but that is not always necessarily practical because some people have mortgages. You obviously do. So people have kids, much like yourself, and it's just not practical. They have golden handcuffs. Gary V talks about the golden handcuffs quite a lot. If you've got high car payments and a big mortgage and kids to put through college, if you're in America or whatever, um, it's not as easy as just walking away from a job and going and doing something for half the pay. It's not that simple. What you can do though is you can create your own environment. You can create your own environment, whether it be starting a side hustle, you know, an Etsy shop or, or, you know, a YouTube channel or whatever, which down the line might make you some money and then you can start raining in a little bit. That's fine. But even more practical than that, in my opinion, although that is a lot more practical than it used to be. I was talking about this last night with, uh, with Soph. I was saying like, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, if you wanted to work for yourself, you had to make a successful business. Now with the way the internet is, you can, you can work for yourself. And, and make next to nothing, but use that as a as a, a stepping stone for bigger and better things or even just reduce your outgoings because you won't need a car to drive to the office or the shop or whatever. You, you know what I mean? You can do something which is going to have less income in, um, but you're not going to, it's not going to, um, you don't need it to be this, this, you know, monster business in order to make you a living. But what I was going to say was even more practical than you know, look to leave your job is change the way you view your job. Why are you there? Yeah, you're there to earn money, but why else? There's got to be another reason. There's got to be a reason that you are in that place in particular. And if you can change your mindset to be about service. So doing, um, doing the best job you can to help the person next to you, the other, the other people on your level or to make your boss's life easier if you get along with them or whatever, doing that, makes a big difference to how you feel about your job. You know, I work in a shop, right? Petrol. Nah, that wasn't fun. I couldn't get into that mentality. I really, no, I'm really, not saying it's not. It's just, my
0: mentality was because I didn't want to be there. I knew mm-hmm. I knew deep down that I had to be somewhere else. I just didn't have the balls to make the yeah. jump. But I, I couldn't put myself. The hard, I just thought the harder I work, the more they're going to give us it. The, the more yeah. the jobs they're going to give us. So I always used to mm-hmm. work on the average of never been useful. <laughs> and then when it do Do it all the time. Seriously, seriously. Yeah. Like, no, no. Not, I'm, you, look, I'm i that. know you knew how to change the pool filters. Bollocks.
1: Yeah. When I worked at when I worked at Homebase, I'd been there for five years before I found out how to do a refill. <laughs> because every time they asked us, I'd be like, "Oh, I don't know how to do them." <laughs> but um, what I was going to say was, if you can, and that obviously it does depend a lot on the exact job you do, who you work with, whether you get along with those people, etc. It obviously you know depends on those factors a lot. But if you can. If you can manipulate the situation to be where if you go in and you work hard and that makes a difference to how somebody else's day is, if you can learn to find the joy in that or find fulfillment in that, that makes a big difference to how you feel. I work in a shop now, right? For everybody listening, we are in the middle of a global pandemic where it's you know a health crisis and I work in a shop where 400 people a day come in and out of that shop, all right? I could leave... Now and 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 be fine and go and find a different job, but I don't. And I've said this to my colleagues. Um, we had an annual meeting a couple of weeks ago. And I said in front of everybody, if I work even in a different branch, I don't think I'd be in that company. I think I would just walk out. No. Yeah. Because I've got a little bit of money that, in me savings. So I, I'd find another a minute. job. But it's it's I am here for those people, those yeah. 10 people. And it's not like you know, I'm not saying that they're perfect, and I'm not saying that that um that we don't, you know, bicker sometimes or argue sometimes or disagree sometimes. And I'm not saying I don't come home at the end of the day and be like, oh, I've had a a shit day or anything like that. You know, I complain about my job probably more than any other human being on earth considering what I'm saying. And it sounds really ironic and I'm sure the people, if anybody is listening who I work with, they'll say like, is this guy for real? He never stops complaining. And that's true, but that's because I can see that it could be better. It's It's not because I'm thinking, oh, this is awful. It's because I can see it could be better. But I think The trouble with most people's jobs, I know I've been talking for 20 minutes, the trouble with most people's jobs is um, is the, the environment is the responsibility of the leaders, not necessarily the responsibility of the people doing the work. And there's only so much you can control. And when that lack of leadership, not management, but the actual lack of leadership reflects that, and that's why people get themselves into these situations where they're just, Go. I just go in and I just do my job. I go in and I just do my job and go home. That is a bad mentality. And there's there's a few different ways to go. You can leave, do something else, yep. or you can you can work even if it's just for you or your mates who work there as well. Even if it's just for you to just flip that mentality a little bit and think I'm not just here because it's my job. Because once you get into that that mentality, that's when that fatigue fog comes in because. You're just trying to get through the day doing as little as possible. Um, And I think that side of things is massively underappreciated in terms of how it affects your stress levels, how it affects all, you know, I've got a a list of things written down here, Um, you know, in terms of your, your stress levels have a massive impact on your physical health, obviously your mental health as well. And I think that for me is the number one thing. It's that lack of, leadership, lack of cohesion, lack of kind of a sense of fulfillment, a sense of purpose. Why do you work there? Why does that company exist at all? Um, And I think once you can kind of create a bit of momentum that can make a massive difference.
0: Definitely. Definitely. And then you're just just going to peel off, just digress just into a comment on there. That's it from Kev that says, cause, I'm saying, like, oh, well, uh, I was working full time while working and doing uh, thing and doing this and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. it's not just me. Like, uh, well, a lot of we have done it in this way as well. So I'm just going to comment on it just uh, if it helps one person who listens against. Well, if they did it, I can. Because I know mm. Kev went down the same route as me. I packed a full time job in with the NHS and exercise therapy to go to uni and do a degree in rehab at 42. He was 42. I Like, Kev, I ain't calling calendar- you old bro because i'm gonna be at yours next week to get a massage and you can hurt me like fuck <laughs> i always say i'm 10 years behind where i should be professionally yeah probably about 20 years maturity but 10 years professionally <laughs> like this shit i'm doing now i should have done 10 years ago i shouldn't have wasted my time doing the shit i was doing there yeah and i would have be i would be well where i am where i well past where i am currently and yeah. um Kev saying like scary times at 42. I did it, and it was the best thing I've ever done. Exactly the same. And I know for a fact Kev did the same as me. He started off while working, grinding them hours with exercise classes and PTs, like out of hours and was sacrificed time, family time, friends time, um, events and stuff. But um a hundred percent if it's if somebody there's a there's a quote off not um the podcast Knowledge From men, if it's somebody's done it before, so can you. So yeah. if you're like wanting to ditch it and change up, you can do it. Yeah, I'll sharpen. Says <laughs> so he'll sharpen his elbows. But <laughs> in in your in your fitbit there, fitbit, in your bit there before you spoke about environment, and I think this key word, environment. I haven't used this word as much in my life as until the past few months when we've been doing these shows like yeah environment within the household like when we're saying if you if you a diet yeah eat, if you uh, if you eat shit move the shit get rid of the shit or if you want to eat more fruit put the fruit somewhere where you spend your time and um, you make the environment it'll work for you and that the environment in your workplace goes from what you were saying there you said i do it for those people i work with like i've stuck at jobs for the people i work with mm-hmm. like deep blue me me and me and me brother people used to come with because where i was like two dumb dogs like yeah i stuck there for four years even though me and the boss hated each other like literally went to fisticuffs all the time because the crack like i stayed with yeah. i stayed at, he kept us there all the time well this um, is the thing it's
1: not always necessarily what a productive thing to do that you know it's not always necessarily yeah. good yeah. to stay there just because you love your mates or whatever but at yeah. least at least it can make that a difference in terms became, of how but that you same feel. Job. I
0: mean. Without that, I would have been going home every day with the fatigue, but I had yeah. that that environment that kept us yeah. in. And I Absolutely. think in the same way when we talk progress, environment in the workplace can have a massive effect. So mm-hmm. if you're working in a place where people are like, Well, oh, you're doing mint. You you you've been doing you've you've started working out the past few months, you can really see the difference. Like, oh, good yeah. on you." Um, that's class. But in the same respect, you get the people who are feared—the ones who go, "Oh, you'll not want it. You'll not want a cupcake because you'll put a pound on." Like, yeah,
1: you, Susan. Yeah, you've got to be able to like harness that, haven't you? And obviously, it it takes and that, practice. that, and, you that, know, that there can that there can that can ruin your progress because you come
0: home and feeling shitty about what you've done. Like, yeah. I've spoken with clients who take shit off people at work because they. The people at work are like, Oh, uh, you think you're mint because you're, you're putting pictures up at the gym and that you think you're this. Yeah. Um, like that can totally just people going, Oh, well, maybe I shouldn't be doing this, maybe I shouldn't be blowing me on and maybe I shouldn't be putting photos up, maybe I, yeah. I'll probably not do it anymore.
1: And that can ruin your progress, right? There, yeah, yeah. I agree. Just it's a thing, people, you know, misery, Again, loves environment, environment. Is, yeah, misery loves company at the end of the day, and you know, yeah. you're always going to get I, that, but. But that's not necessarily just your work. That's, you know, your mates could be like that or your family or whatever, you know. So it's about kind of learning to to either brush that off or use it as fuel. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, it's definitely not something to be ignored. Just you know? be like, nah,
0: definitely. If you ignore it, it'll grow on you because you'll just, it'll, it'll bring you down somewhere along the line. You'll yeah. either stop or you'll just, you'll either stop doing what you're doing that you love or... Mm stop like promoting it sort of thing. This oh, so even just subconsciously.
1: Yeah, even just subconsciously to be fair. Uh,
0: yeah, massively. Like, um, the ne- negativity broods. Yeah. And you you touched on that as well before about um oh, I lost it now. Nah. You you touched on it about the um the mental durability. Like being around negative people is another environment. It does it does bring you down. But in yeah. the workplace especially like you can't let people in the workplace who are for lack of a better word, jealous or afraid that their insecurities shine through. Yeah. Um, I know one of my clients, think- she went to work and one of them, <clears throat> she went to work and one of the lasses was like, Oh, Jenny was talking shit saying that you think you're mint because of the pictures on Facebook that I had put up when she was mm. standing with her double guns and that. And she was like, and she's like the most humble wife on the planet. she was like, Oh no, I don't. And like, she came up and she was like, uh, uh, they, we're probably gonna put her pictures up. Um, uh, I know you even talked about going to the gym and that, but they're on me back saying like, I think I meant, I was like, nah, fuck them, go straight at it. And she say go. She went head on with them back. So I mm. went back and like, they've totally took a step back and they left it alone. And now we
1: just post our pictures up all the time. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think it's a big deal. Um, and not necessarily just your colleagues or, or, you know, whatever it's about having that kind of mental durability with, with customers as well. You know, so for example, if you do work in retail or if you do work in sales or whatever, I was just telling a story to my boss the other day about when I, that very, very brief t- uh, stint I had doing door to door for charity. Um, and the, the Damn, whole, <laughs> everything was geared, like all the team leaders and the managers and the boss and everything was all geared around stay positive. No matter what happens, the next door you knock on, stay positive because you'll get 250 no's a day. All we're asking is for three yeses. That's it. You know, that was literally like the, the rough numbers was like knock on as many doors as you can. You'll probably get about 250 in a day's work and you'll get three yeses on average. And that's all we need. You know, if you get more than one, yes, we've made a profit for the, for the charity. And that it was just about, don't let what, no matter what they say with the call your names, if they throw the coffee at you, anything, stay positive for the next, for the next, um, the next door. And that works. And obviously salespeople will tell you the same thing, but in retail, just going into like, you know, obviously my um, little bit of, of expertise, it's 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 about trying to kind of brush off what the customer says if they are negative to you in any way, whether it be they're angry or aggressive or even just passive aggressive or even if it's just busier than you expected it to be and you, you're tired that day or whatever. Um, it's about kind of conditioning yourself to, to you know, stay mentally switched on i guess it's probably the you know not the right word but you know what like, i mean just to take to, like a, like a refresh and not let it derail you or even let it have a bad day you know we all have them, me more than anybody but still kind of be in that mindset of i'm going to go to the gym or i'm going to stick don't let it spoil all of your day it's not your whole life so don't let it spoil your whole life you know if you have a bad day well, don't that's, let what it said, that's what we said in the podcast
0: to go like when something goes shit and you go, and you, you go down that negative path, it all mm-hmm. goes to shit. Like you get up and you haven't done this or whatever. And you date You are. Oh, could the day get any worse? Then you get stuck in traffic. Then you're late for yeah. work and it just snowballs all the time. When you're late, you're always stuck behind the slowest driver on the planet. Yeah. So you've just got to be able to just take a step back and just refresh. Like I have shit days all the time, but then I can like, I can't let that seep through into my personal training. Like, yeah They're not just coming To do personal training They're coming for a service And they need that to be A, a, a thing That needs to be like I need to be on my game And then Same with yeah. my kickboxing Like I can't go in like, like teach a kids class And be like Right shut the fuck up I've had a shit day Which I do do <laughs> But <laughs> that's not the point I shouldn't <laughs> You're getting called
1: out Next time that happens Yeah like, <laughs>
0: Right, was, all you um, kids. Any of you kids knew? Any of you kids not heard me swear, <laughs> No, champion. These are all days so I hate my life.
1: <laughs> there was a there was something I heard on TV once, and uh, I can't even remember what TV show it was now. But somebody said, um, "You've had a bad morning. Don't let it become a bad day." Um, and I thought, "Oh, that was like uh. that's a really good way of looking at that." And I, I've also heard, um, was it? I think it might been Kobe, um, a PT friend of ours. For those who are listening, uh, for those who don't know, sorry. Um, he, he posted something on Instagram a while ago saying something on the lines of you've had a crap day at work or you're skipping the gym because you're just too tired or whatever. That doesn't mean that you have to compound that by also going over your calories, you know, at least let uh, one part of your day be a good thing, you know? And I thought, oh, that's a really yeah. like interesting way to put it. Um, you know, if you've, if you've messed up on your calories, well, don't also then skip the gym and think, oh, you know, forget it then. Or don't also then feel sorry for yourself. Do you know what I mean? It's like make at least yeah, one part a, of it. It's a day mental day, refresh.
0: Possibly. Yeah. I like that. Phil says uh, if you feel like you're having the shittest day, just think tomorrow can't be as bad. Or if it's worse than the sh- than the shit day you had wasn't that bad after all. <laughs> yeah. Well no. I've had the shit days, and it's it's easy when you're having a good day to say don't worry about them. Yeah. But at the end of the day. We'll all have them. You just got to try and take that mental step back, take a deep breath and go, right? Let's change this up. Have an energizer, yeah. like I say, walk away, walk Do away, start it up. Yeah. And if the customer's really a dick, just tell them to fuck off because at the end of the day, lots yeah, of people have uh, lost the
1: job and moved on and got, got a lot of life. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, I think the, the point on that is like, you know, I've, I said it once, I can't remember the situation and I probably wouldn't go into it anyway, given that I still work there. But something happened at work and um, there was a customer complaint about, oh, I've remembered exactly what it was now, actually. There was a customer complaint um, because- the This all- is to get sacked because <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> right. Are you ready? Okay, no, here's the story. No, some, something happened where, um, basically this happens all the time, but the situation made it different and I'll explain why. So we sell rabbits. And other animals, but rabbits are the ones where people come in and they just don't know anything about owning rabbits. Rabbits are really complex animals. All right. So people who come in, oh, they're cute. Should we get one? And it's like, no, no, no. You wouldn't buy a dog on impulse. So you're not buying a rabbit on impulse. It just doesn't work like that. OK. So we turn customers away for rabbits all the time, like literally like eight out of 10 times. that someone cool. says, I want to buy a rabbit, they leave without one. That's just how it happens. OK. Normally, in a very pleasant conversation with kind of, educated them a little bit and they've went, well oh, you know what we're a little bit naive to to the cost, to the complexity, etc cetera, et cetera, So anyway, certain people who work with me, um, if if you know they say, well, this person has refused to say it, it's like, oh God, there's gonna be a complaint. She's probably talking the fuck off. Like, you know, it's gonna be a nightmare. And other people, that just wouldn't happen. So there was a customer complaint about this, about someone, um, and it, it went through to the manager like by email or whatever. Um, I was spoken to rudely. I was this, that, and the other. And I was like, look, that just hasn't happened. And the manager was like, were you there? Like, I was like, no, but look who the complaint's about. That There's no way that happened because that is so out of character for that, for that member of staff. That just did not happen. And he was like, actually, yeah, that's a good point. Had a conversation with the member of staff in question. She was like, are you joking? This is what I said. That's what I said. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, the customer's just being a dick. So when you are, you know, on a regular basis, this way that way whatever when something goes wrong yeah you're entitled to tell the customer to fuck off then because your boss will back you up and if he doesn't or if she doesn't then they're just a dick so in a roundabout way don't let it bother you but what i did want to talk about actually and i know i'm just conscious of time what i did want to talk about was stress um at work because i don't feel like there's a better opportunity to get into that um or stress in your life i suppose
0: yeah, well, we're seeing work environment much to that work one,
1: Because I think stress is, is such a, an under-talked about um, aspect of physical health, not just how you feel. Obviously, it affects how you feel, but actual physical health. I was doing a little bit of research before this, which I don't normally do, to be honest, um, because, <laughs> because I already knew a bunch of this. But I was like, I'm going to just see what, what the internet says. And I've Googled effects of stress on your physical health effects of too much cortisol in your bloodstream long-term, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm just going to run through um, a couple of things I wrote down, which was, so basically when you get stressed as animals, what happens is there's a chemical in your blood called uh, cortisol, which is the stress chemical. So you know when you are half asleep through the middle of the night and you hear a noise and you're like, bang, wide awake, and you're like, what's going on? You're ready. It's that fight or flight, um, that fight or flight reaction. So it's there for a very, very good reason to keep you alive in life or death yeah. situations. And the trouble is your body doesn't know that the, the stress you feel at work, the stress you feel, whether it be working from home and you've got deadlines or whether it be there's a queue of people waiting at the till or whatever, your body can't differentiate between whether it's a, a fight or flight, you know, life or death situation or not. So it lets low levels of cortisol in your blood all the time when you're stressed. And that's when your immune system dips because yep. in order to heighten your senses, I sight uh, and hear and et cetera, and initiate that kind of you know, adrenaline, it has to lower other systems, which are deemed non-essential in the short term. If you are stressed long-term, that means your immune system and other things are lowered in the long-term. And obviously in the past you know, 12, 13, 14 months, we've all learned that having a poor immune system is a big fucking deal. Um, and that's why people who are stressed all the time are poorly all the time. They pick up colds easier than others because their immune system is actually yeah. lower than it's supposed to be. So I Google, the effects of too much cortisol in your bloodstream. The long-term effects include headaches, trouble sleeping, weakened immune system, high blood pressure, fertility problems in both males and females, and increased risk of heart disease. And that's just the physical aspects. The mental aspects, mm-hmm. uh, higher risk of depression, higher irritability, poor decision-making, lack of focus, and feeling overwhelmed, and that is nowhere near the full list. Just think about those things. If you've got a headache, you're less likely to go to the gym. If you've had trouble sleeping, you're less likely to hit your step count that day. If you have uh, high blood pressure or um, you're more irritable than you should be, you're more likely to overeat that day. All of these things have a massive impact on your calories in and your calories out, and nobody talks about it. How many PTs do you know that talk about managing your stress levels It just, just not talk about it at all or very, very little? So, yeah, try not to stress is the is the advice.
0: <laughs> even the physical aspects lead into the thing. So, like, if you're, oh, if course, you're constantly yeah. it's going a down, effect. you're constantly run yeah. down, it's just snowballing all the time, 100%. Um, there was something I was going to pick out on that and I just totally lost it again. Sorry.
1: One other oh. thing I was going to mention was, you know, obviously, we've talked about practicality is is you know important in terms of you might not just be able to walk into the office tomorrow if anybody quits their job tomorrow i'm taking full fucking credit right if you are not in a position to walk into the office or wherever you work and quit tomorrow that's fine but one other aspect to to take into account bear in mind we talked about um you know money not being the, the be all and end all which is a very easy thing to say don't get us wrong you know i'm not i'm not saying it's that simple but another thing i kind of stumbled upon was a study that looked into longer working hours, um, and it was specifically fifty-five hours a week and more. But I'm sure it's a sliding scale in terms of the more you work, um, the bigger deal this is. Working longer hours is linked to various health issues, decreased pro- productivity, lower motivation. Other factors include effects, obviously, effects on your social contact, lack of free time, etc. Again, just think about those those key phrases. All of those things are going to impact how much time you've got to train, how much energy you've got to train, what your step count's going to be like, whether you're likely to stick to your diet, you know, um, all of those things. It might only have a small effect, but don't let your work become your life. I think that's just basically the, the point we're yeah. trying to make. And, you know, do the best you can in terms of from a practicality point of view, if you're stuck in a job or whatever, whatever, do what you can, control what you can, try not to worry about the rest, but don't let it consume you. Um, yeah. because My, I, I, that's not like, good honestly like
0: and I know I know another another martial arts instructor as well who worked full time and I hated the guy at the start like I thought he was a total dickhead because he was just mm-hmm. a, well he was a dickhead um, and then a few months later I was talking to him and I was like what the hell like doesn't actually seem that much of a bad guy different, and then found out that guy. he was just he was working full time and doing martial arts Wanting to do with the martial arts I had a love for it, but because he was so stressed out, he was this total arrogant arsehole. He quit mm-hmm. his job and just done his martial arts. And honestly, it was like I was talking to his twin brother. Yeah. Like, it's mad, isn't Absolutely it? unreal. I'm still an arsehole, but I am a lot better person now that I'm doing something I love. I am still <laughs> that's an arsehole. Ha- that's, that. uh, that's just what having Rosie's kids, to you. I swear to God, my <laughs> I swear to god, I swear my body converts u- unused energy into anxiety, a regular exercise routine. Does does me absolute wonders for sure. Like
1: I'm not sure what the science is behind like, that, but it's just it's just something that you just yeah, know but, that has to be true. Do you know what I mean? Like like I say, I've, yeah, I've never looked it, into it, like it'll
0: be a compound effect. Physically, mm-hmm. you're agitated because you you've got this energy to burn. Mentally, you're feeling shit because you're like, oh, I haven't done this and I should have. Like. Mm-hmm. I feel crap when I haven't kicked somebody for a while. And it's been a year yeah. since I kicked somebody.
1: It's like, you can't <laughs> feel pads like on
0: Monday, I came home like a different person. <laughs> yeah. My last probably thought I had been on the happy baggy because I came <laughs> home smiling. I think <laughs> like, um, that miserable. Yeah. A...
1: <laughs> you feel, you feel guilty. I think when you, when you don't use your time or whatever, um, effectively, productively, yeah. you feel guilty. Like, you don't need to feel like that. You know, no one's making you feel like that. I seen a video on, I want to say TikTok yesterday with some, some religious leader was talking about um, when you feel bad for whatever, whether it be anxious or whether you, you know, when you feel irritated or whatever, it's like, that's you, you are feeling that no one's making you feel that. And I was like, yeah, okay, obviously it's not a yeah. symbol and it's, you know, I, I understand what he's actually trying to say, which is like control what you can control. Um, but yeah, Rose is absolutely right. Like you, you've, if you can, if you can, some, it's all about self-awareness. It's about, look, if I feel a certain way based on X, Y, and Z, well, then what am I going to do about that? Am I going to wallow on it or am I going to do something about it? Um, and I think that's the trick is, is doing something about it. Most of the time, not every time we've talked about this 80, 20 rule before. Yeah. Um, and I'm the biggest culprit. And that, you know, I've said this a few times, you know, if anybody from work is listening, they're going to be like, ah, oh, he's got, you know, nerve to talk. If anybody who knows me is listening, they're gonna think, like, is this guy for real? Like, you know, he gets three days off a week and he still hasn't he still hasn't looked into his PT qualification, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Like it's that's true, but it's you know, you I am accountable for that. And as long as you are accountable, fine. But yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, do you want to summarize some of it up? So yeah, so so
1: is, go do, ahead, man. I'll do a you... job.
0: Go sorry, we talked first your work, your job if you're mentally drained from your job find a way to make that job work for you push past the fog at the end and do something when you come home and where you'd rather sit on your ass, go, on and do, go do something and you 100% will feel better, try working out before work and see if it energises your thing find how that you can make your predicament work for you if your work is your hell get out and do something else Either I quit it right out or stood do a side hustle, study on the side to make it your full-time creator, what you want to do. Actually, there's um, just one
1: thing I just wanted to touch on, just on that, is you know, I think we all complain about our jobs, me more than anyone. Sometimes, right, we've kind of assumed things on behalf of the management, the owners, whatever. Have the conversation then. Have the conversation with yeah. your boss and say, like, look this is how I'm feeling. Maybe don't tell them everything. I'm not saying like this place is a fucking shithole or whatever, you know, be, be mindful about who you're talking to, be mindful about the consequences of what you're saying, but have an honest ish conversation and say, look, this is the way I feel. And, and that's not good for business. Make it about them. That's not good for business. So I'm just letting you know, I'm not asking you to fix it for us, but I'm just letting you know how I'm feeling because, i feel like you'll get a lot more respect work by standing up and doing that yeah, as well 100 i had this conversation when like, i worked at howden's very briefly for a few months and i hated it there and not because it's an awful company and i got on with the people i work with and all that but a lot of the the circumstances which i didn't take into account before i got there um i just didn't like them and there was one guy who worked there who i felt like he had a problem with us the minute i walked in and i'd been there for a couple of weeks and i was like this this is weird like everybody loves me. What's wrong with this guy? <laughs> and I, I had a, an honest conversation with him. I cannot remember exactly what I said, but it was something on the lines of like, look, mate, um, I feel like, I feel like, you know, there's a bit of a disconnect here. with was like, I, all I want to do is learn. Like, you're obviously good at this job. I just want to learn from you. Like, you know, I want, I want what's best for this branch. And he's he literally, when I left, he was the only person who said, we're going to miss you, mate. I think you're a top lad. And that was in the very short space of time within like two months, those two conversations happened. Do you know what I mean? Having that honest conversation can make a difference, even if it's just making a difference to how you feel, not necessarily an actual difference to the actual circumstance. Um, and that's underrated being honest, um, having an honest conversation about your feelings or your shortcomings or how the way you are feeling is affecting the business, not necessarily just the other way around. Um, yeah. It goes back to the other podcast where I said, like,
0: us as a nation, we're scared to ask for help or to talk about mm-hmm. anything. Like, ask mm-hmm. how. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. Really good info. Um, and then we moved on to environment, really, didn't we, after that? Basically, yeah. if your work environment is toxic, don't let it bring you down. And exactly like we've just said, if there's bullies in the workplace or whatever, like, talking shit, hit it head on. Most of them will just absolutely shit themselves and just back off and I've had it with several of my clients Um, and honestly it changes changes. what would
1: what would the advice be like think about if someone came to you as you know listeners if someone came to you one of your mates someone you cared about your son your daughter your sister whatever came to you and said I'm having trouble at work this is what's happening what advice would you give them do that Hmm. 100%. 100%. Whatever advice you would give them, just go do that.
0: Wherever the the toxic is, either get rid of it, hit it head on, or don't let it bring you down, but trying to ignore it and and swim with it will bring you down time and time again.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm
0: just having a look at my notes. Oh yeah, we didn't even touch on the physical side of things, which is what we started with. So if you yes. are at a desk all day, yeah, like try and get your steps up, get moving, be on your feet. Try not to be sedentary. Uh, if you've got to get out, if you've got to make an extra when you come out, do so.
1: Yeah, I, think, I think that's um, bringing me know, pretty much to the end of one. One thing that uh, me and Louisa talking before came on, and she was saying like, you know, maybe give some kind of like real, like easy to follow, practical advice about like if you do. Stand all day, sit all day, whatever. Um, like, what are some actual exercises you can do? And I think there's a million and one, um, you know, easy to find in you know YouTube videos, etc. Uh, uh, touching on that, so you know, it's it sounds that easy, but there's if you Google or, or you know search on YouTube things like desk yoga. This is like stuff you can do while you're working. You know, like yeah. stretching your forearms and your you know your fingers and all this kind of thing. Or, um, or like, I think it's something, it was something to do with like going up on your tippy toes and that kind of thing, you know? Um, even if it's just something daft, like make, make a thing of it, you know? Like every, every hour, get out of your chair and stretch your back and be like, oh, you know, and just like have a bit of a joke around with your, your colleagues and say like, you know, my, my bat's killing us today and just get into the habit of doing things on a regular basis. Um, drink more water because then you'll need to walk to the toilet 17 times a day rather than just two. <laughs> you know, like even the, all these little <laughs> practical things are very, very easy to add in. And once you start doing them, they'll become a habit. Um, but my, yeah, my I think the, physical, physical. The, the physical aspects of um, leading a sedentary lifestyle are are pretty obvious. You know, like you're going to have uh, a tighter back. You're going to have, you know, your shoulders are going to ache from hunching over the desk all day. You're gonna, your hips are going to hurt when you start working out more because you're not used to it. All those types of things. So again, self-awareness, just be mindful about yeah. your and lifestyle. And like we said at the
0: start, like, Energy. The more you use, the more you gain back. Yeah. 100%. Yes. Yes. If you if you start off, you'll be tired than that. But your body will adapt, and you'll get better as a go. Yeah. Um. I know we've lined up another guest going to aim that
1: for the next episode. Or episode after, have we? I was about Kevin. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I totally forgot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. If well, speak to speak to him, and, and you know. See when he's available and all kind of thing. But yeah, whatever. I yeah, I'm not, cool. not fussed. Um, I am at work next Sunday, so it will be six o'clock next Sunday. Um yep. so yeah, we'll take it from there. Cool. As always, thanks for listening, everyone.
0: You have an inspiration, and I mean that. That's lush. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. If we can help one person, like or even entertain one person, but if we can help one person. Absolutely, nothing. like I said, we don't do this monetize again. We don't make there's no adverse, there's no money we gain from these podcasts. It's just an hour wear my wife takes the kid down, I get to have some time away from me, family. <laughs> 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 Started muttering that because realized this is recorded, you could play back anytime and shit. Is. But no, everybody, honestly, text, Claire. <laughs> if, if anything, if, if we help at all, it's obviously it's lush and it's inspiring when we hear that we've helped. Um, like and share the podcast so we can get out there and we can help people. Um, you guys, you're a part of the show, you aren't just the audience. So, if there's anything you want me to talk about, whether it be a full show or you just want me to discuss it, for hell, if you wanted to come on the show and talk to us about something, shoot me a message through the ordinary view page or shoot a mm-hmm. message to Hunter, part of God, and me, and we'll uh, we'll make
1: it happen. Yeah, even if it's something very, very, very specific, like a very specific. Issue that you've had, or very you know, a question that won't really tie in with it, was like you say a whole episode, or might not match the um, the episode that we're talking about, or whatever, that's absolutely fine. Um, and if we don't know the answer, we'll definitely point you in the right direction if we can, or find out if we can't, or whatever. Um, yeah, but yeah, no question is too big picture or too you know, too narrow. Um, so yeah, by all means, reach out. Cool, I don't think that's about it. Just over the hour, hour and 12 yeah. minutes, I think we nailed
0: that on. Gonna
1: go and oh. have some tea. What are you having? No idea. Whatever we've got in the cupboard.
0: I've got. I've got my plan to starting tomorrow with Ross. So uh, I'm just going to get a takeaway again
1: and drink loads of beer. Fair enough. Do you want to touch on that? Actually, I know you see um, when you put on your social media that you know we had we had Ross on about a month ago now, um, and yeah, talk like the, the blood analysis that is now live. I'm guessing if you've had yours done yeah yeah um, so we'll we think one, I don't think
0: we've lost everybody we'll, we'll do a bit more talking but basically for the past I like to say 3 years it's probably been longer my energy levels have been rock bottom like mm. i am always tired um i'm irritable as anything and even though my diet's not perfect i i am definitely gaining more body weight and more body fat and quicker and i'm not gaining as much muscle as I should should. Um so I knew there was something wrong. So I went to the doctors probably two years ago now, I think. Yes, two years ago upload blood tests. And they wouldn't test me testosterone, so I lied and said that I had been trying for kids for three years. And they gave me testosterone test um because that was my gut feeling. And then they came back saying that the results were fine. The my, my testosterone was were normal, yeah. I found out that the scale of them tests are for an 18 year old male to a 65 year old male. So, of course, I'm going to look fine. Um, and it's also the average person goes to work, comes home, has a day, goes to bed, goes to work. Just a normal lifestyle where I've got a quite a bit of active lifestyle. So, I went to Ross last Friday. Um, Yeah, I'm not going to where I was going to. So, I went to Ross last uh, last Friday I got my blood taken and by Monday I had my blood results back but me and Ross been very busy, we didn't have a chance to uh, sit down until yesterday, yeah. and we had a Zoom call yesterday we went through and again my testosterone levels were fine
1: mm.
0: on the long scale I think because again they were testing on, that, on the same sort of scale and we looked and I think my over I've got it written down, sometimes. basically my test, result- my test levels were fine for the average person but we weren't happy for where they were for my active lifestyle. So he right. was like, you are r- literally rock bottom for where you want to be. You're a third of the way of where you want to be, which mm. is explains which puts my theory into practice that I was right. Yeah. Um, we are my free testosterone levels currently at a 0.26. So this is the test that uh, that's the testosterone that's in my body. It wants us up to a, 0. 0.52 within three months, which is like doubling it.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, and my full test, which is the test that's available, that, that my body will use, is at 10.5 uh, micronoles. And he wants us at around about the 25, 26 mark. So I'm a third of the way there now.
1: And I'm um, assuming that we're gonna- he's, he's giving you some kind of practical advice. Obviously, that advice will be very specific to your results. So it's probably no adds no value to anybody listening to kind of go well, into the, the, the specifics. But I'm assuming there's a plan Again, based on the, on the back of that.
0: It's mainly my lifestyle. And it's mm. it goes down to what all my lifestyle is. Like, um, I drink too much, which is...
1: Um, oh, my. I am in too
0: much... E- <laughs> <laughs> which is dropping... Which is bringing in too much oestrogen. Um, mm. So... He's allowing us to drink three nights a week, which I was better than I expected. I was expecting one night a week. He's like, do the football test. If you, seven days, if you do, if you drink, you get a goal scored against you. If you don't drink, you score a goal. All right. I can do three days. Like, that's not like an alcoholic. Anybody who doesn't know us, I just like a couple of beers on a night time. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to, we're going to supplement with turmeric and zinc to bring my testosterone levels up, help naturally bring my testosterone levels up not using any sort of um performance enhancements anything everything's going to be natural going to change my workout to be more heavily based i believe rather than like hypertrophy so it's going to be more strength based Mm -hmm. obviously the the heavier i'm lifting the more tests i'm going to release um and a few just personal checks that i've got to do along the way going to start eating a lot more red meat and stuff but Honestly, so so interesting. The phone call yesterday for myself. Yeah, it was so, it was so relieving to know I was. I was gonna say it. Not to know, you know I was see, right, it but to like get an a,
1: like a a weight's been lifted kind of thing.
0: Uh, people always go, "Oh, you do too much." But adaption I should be fine.
1: Hmm.
0: Oh, it's all that trick you take. It's all that. It's all that pre-workout hmm. you take. Yeah. No, I'm taking the pre-workout because I'm always not. It's it's part of the vicious cycle. Yeah. And like you said, like you did say, the, the the amount you work out and the level and the, what we're looking at on these levels is why you're tired and why you're agitated. So when we get these levels up, test again in three months' time, hopefully be up there. I should you be should feeling see better difference. in myself. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited for that. I'm going to document it as I go along. Um,
1: Interesting. Yeah, yeah. In some way
0: or another. But uh, I'm, I'm really interested. I'm, he's going to case study me as well. So I'm going to be like, he's test dummy sort of things. So things that work, things makes that sense. don't work for us.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> All right, cool. cool.
0: It's cutting into bad time now. Like, because yep. he said, as of Monday. So it's not a, it's not a goal scored <laughs> against us if I start drinking now.
1: <laughs> you got nearly five. Hours.
0: But yes, <laughs> if you're still here, thank you very much again. And uh, we will see you next week at six PM when we decide what the show is. We're nearly mm-hmm. at the tenth show, tenth show, man, bro. That's awesome, wow. right? We'll send this to the internet with a double clap and with a two claps and a Rick flare.
1: Woo! Catch you, later, man. Nice one, brother. See you later.